Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 96, episode 5 of Dare Daily Zeitgeist, yeah, a production sure. of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck Coke Industries and fuck Fox News. Welcome. It's Friday, August 23rd, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka Listening to a Pod. I think it was the Daily Zeitgeist. Listening to a pod I think it was a daily zeitgeist People's hot takes People laughing Miles selling Tuscany Alright, that's it <laughs> uh, That is courtesy of Jake Odinson Beardsley uh, That's a hell of a name, Jake And I'm thrilled to be joined as always By my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray This is the drum fill Boom, boom Boom. Don't you wanna be in Tuscany? <laughs> I am Miles of Grey and I have ED, but on the Daily Zeitgeist show, I will grow and take a rip off of this bowl. Let's do the show. Wow! Wow! Another en vogue hit. Another hit. Again, to the same tune, <laughs> Don't Let It Go by a book. Yeah, Shout I think out. you just need to do that from now on. If everyone, I mean, I AKs. fucking, uh, that's one of my favorites. Uh, that is from Mitch Wheeler, at the Mitch Wheeler for that, and uh, Vogue, a.k.a. And let's see, for next week, let's do a.k.a.'s inspired by uh, Mary J. Blige. Mm. No, I'm sorry, no, Missy Elliott, because Missy Elliott's oh, new yeah. album's out. New so album. give me Missy Elliott inspired a.k.a.'s for next week. Thank All you. right. Challenge challenge set. Well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious comedian Chinadu Naka. Yeah, how What's you guys up, doing? Man? Good. I'm great. I also go singing, man. That was hey, well, you know, thank you. When you have well, thanks, uh, that too. Yeah. Oh, what you was, thought his was good too? <laughs> oh, no, you, you, you could beat that. He was looking at you. Actually. <laughs> what did you tell? Wait, what was yours too? Saturday is in the park. Oh, by Chicago. Chicago. Wow. I always know I've done a good job when you ask me. Uh, I'm not which a, one it was. Not too. a huge Chicago fan, so <laughs> uh-huh. you know that there's there's a reason why that wasn't on my radar. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, that song is like one of those three songs that I, I like to sing at karaoke. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You gotta play to your strengths. Yeah, some songs are meant to be sung at karaoke. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And not on a podcast. But that's you know, right. Nah, nah, but those, that was, <laughs> that was blur the lines. You carried the note, you know? Yeah. I can tell you practiced. Uh, yeah, I do a lot. <laughs> a lot. With tears in my eyes, typically <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, all right, man. We're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're gonna tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about today. Uh, we're talking about the Apple credit card, the Apple card, uh, the most. I don't know, fragile credit <laughs> card? precious thing you yeah. can buy, yeah. We're going to talk about the Amazon being on fire, uh, Sarah Suckabee Handers joining Fox News Suckabee and her Handers. replacement. <laughs> uh, the new cruelty, not going anywhere, guys. Joe Walsh might be joining the presidential race. There are rumors, and we're going to talk about Hong Kong. Uh, we're going to talk about garbage scavenging uh, being a new business and the crazy history of the rights to Spider-Man. Uh, since that's in the news. But first, Shinadu, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Um, Something recent. I was watching a documentary on like serial killers, mm. you know, like the top 15. The top 15 yeah, serial world. killers. Not that like I'm, I plan on killing anybody. Right. But You're not getting just, competitive. Yeah, just no, no, no. I learn just from their mistakes. Exactly. Well, no, not that. No, 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 no. I just, just want to say, you know, just want to stay above the curve. You know, uh-huh. I want to catch. I'm always looking of like ways people like to pass because i want to just not catch be caught slipping there you go you know i want to stay alive i'm determined to die of like natural causes okay perfect yeah Yeah. 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 oh because you want to be able to see a serial killer coming no i just want to yeah exactly that too because they look very normal yeah 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 or it looked like youth pastors that Mm -hmm. too but it all depends a lot of them wait which uh is there do you watch a lot of true crime i do watch a lot of true crime what's your what's your draw to true crime everyone has like kind of a different draw to true crime my girlfriend watches it a lot, uh-huh. and so by default, I just got into it that way. Right. But uh, it's just interesting, like, how people just kind of turn that weird, you know? Yeah, get to that point where, yeah, yeah. they're just <laughs> For some, it's like, a you know, something happened when they were a kid, but for others, it's just, ah, it's just something this person got into. Right, right, right. Know? And then it kind of makes you think, like, well, how many people, like, the cops don't really know 
you know, who did what. Right. Like, there's so many people that die we don't hear about. Exactly. I feel like there's yeah. not like a number they give out in the, the year. All right, guys, this is how many unsolved right. murders. You right, know? right, yeah. yeah, which is creepy to think about, man. And like, yeah. think of like probably the greatest serial killers. You never heard of them, right? Yeah, yeah, because they don't. Got, yeah, yeah. Usually, only serial killers get caught because they can't keep a secret. Those are the whack ones, and the real ones are like, yeah. yeah, all right. Right. One is like, man, I gotta tell somebody. I'm really yeah. good at this. Right, right. And then that, that's what brings them <laughs> down to like at a bar. Like, you know, I, I killed like 48 people and nobody knew. It was like, say what? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's I true. Go. That's <laughs> true because like the ones they catch, like they always talk about, uh, you know, being a narcissist and mm-hmm. a megalomaniac being a symptom of a serial killer, but that just might be a symptom of being a serial killer that gets caught. Right. It's right. like Dennis Rader, the BTK killer. Like, he just kept giving the police clues until they were like, Yo, you left your uh, email address on this one, man. Right. <laughs> right. It's just a basic slip. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's always like 35 years later when they just gave up. <laughs> right, know? exactly. Or you're feeling yourself too much and you yeah. just get lazy, man. Yeah. Just stay on top of your shit. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of true crime. I've been listening to My Favorite Murder and Last Podcast on the Left. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy how uh, My Favorite Murder always has to defend themselves about like being able to talk about true crime in a comedic way. Yeah. Because like, people will... Because it, it is real people's lives. And like when you get flippant, I guess for like victims' families, you're like, I don't... Right, it's hard, it's hard to I, hear. That, I think that you know. I think that criticism is inherently sexist. First of all, because last podcast on the left never have to, you know, defend themselves, sure. and they say some real dark shit on that <laughs> right, show. Yeah. But second of all, because I think people like it's always men who are criticizing them, and I think true crime is interesting to women because the world is so dangerous to women. Like most Especially of the victims for women. Yeah, yeah. Most of the victims are in these women. stories are women. Yeah, so right. yeah, you have to yeah. like pay attention to it yeah. because that's your reality. Yeah, but I'll, men yeah. are like, this isn't cool. Uh, this isn't you know. cool. Plus my, I would never get fucking murdered. Right. Oh no, <laughs> exactly. you can for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. It takes nothing. Yeah. Right. Just a little, you know, I don't know what you put in my coffee. You know? Yeah, that's Master true. Hey, man, drink up, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it takes. You know? uh, what is something you think is overrated? Something that's overrated. Um, I would say uh, maybe Instagram, man. I'm such a Twitter person. I just love being on Twitter. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. I think if uh, I know a lot of people who have Instagram that don't have Twitter. And I just right. think it's so much more fun. Yeah, you know? I was definitely more Instagram heavy than Twitter before starting to podcast. And then now I use Twitter. I I, I definitely, I enjoy looking at Twitter more sometimes if I yeah. tailor my feed to not just be a toxic dump site. Right, right, um, that's true. But also, but then I also like, at times I don't have the drive to like be as witty as I feel like I could be on Twitter. But yeah. I feel like that's why, you know, comedians are so great for Twitter because yeah. that's just, that's what y'all do. Well, for me, it's like the funniest people on Twitter are just random people, man. It's like, <laughs> sure. yeah. like the funniest tweet, the best part is just the comments. I'll just go through pages of <laughs> right. replies to a crazy video and right, I'm right, just right. tears <laughs> coming down. It's like 12 year olds just have me crying. Man. Right, right, right. Funny as hell, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all about, you know, the, vi- the visual part. People are getting lazier on Instagram. I remember like in the beginning, people kind of took their Instagram seriously. Like people like curate their shit. Yeah. And then now, I think as I get older, it's just slowly turning into Facebook now, where it's like, this is what's happening in my life. And yeah. I'm like, yo, what happened when you were all like fucked up on the gram? Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. My, it's my six-year-old's first day of school. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's becoming very professional. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. But, you know. And Twitter's like, exactly. Twitter's like, you know, shoes off. You're on yeah, the couch. Exactly. Instagram, Facebook, like, y'all, my parents might see this. Yeah, or yeah. Right. pose. Yeah. There was some study that came out recently that there was... Something to say that people who did selfies more on their Instagram feed were viewed as less likable than people who posed in their Instagram photos and had someone else take their photos. Oh, yeah. interesting. Wait, selfie? They weren't posing for the selfie? No, like they so were candid selfies. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoops. Oh man, how did I have arm fully? <laughs> in it's right. I, my arm is crazy. In bed, I cannot yeah. keep track. I of think this I have one. alien limb syndrome. <laughs> right, I just took off and took a selfie of me. But like, I think, yeah, I don't know how you know scientifically sound that study was, but it was seemed to indicate that I guess people's the perception of a selfie person is different than a posy. Got right. you If you right. You know, you ever offer to take a picture of somebody who's like doing a selfie somewhere like scenic and they're yeah. like, no, no, oh, no, no, I, no yeah. I'm doing a selfie. Right. I used to, uh, <laughs> when I was still, when I was still single, I would, that's how I would hit on women. Like if they were taking, like, about to take, take a my photo. Picture? 
No, I would see like a group of people. T- I'm like, oh, let me take that, and I would take a selfie. And like, <laughs> That's oh, good. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, oh, you're crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah. You're, oh my yeah. You're so fucking original. I'm like, thank you. Right. <laughs> and I get a ride somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a ride to the valley. <laughs> right. By hit on you mean ask for a ride? Yeah, yeah. It was mostly ride based. <laughs> yeah. Put his address. He put his address in my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone Uber or something. Guy, I think he's. I'm like, like uh, what, you have no charging yeah. cable in here. God damn. He's crazy, but he comes off very faithful <laughs> uh what is something you think is underrated uh what's underrated man i would say uh bread i mean i want i want bread to come back i feel yeah, like yeah come back cards begin a tough a tough rep out here i'm waiting for scientists to say like bread is good again yeah so I'm, I'm a big bread person i used to eat a lot oh, of rice plates bread. of rice used to what happened I just, I mean, I had to cut back. I still yeah. eat bread, like you know, wheat bread, but I miss the white bread, Hawaiian rolls. I just yeah. eat a pack of those Ooh. before I knew better. You just eat a pack of Juan- King's Hawaiian pack. rolls. I, you know, like they come in yeah, the twelve yeah, yeah, pack. I used to take like four and make it look like one big ball. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sit on the couch and be like, <laughs> like it's an apple. Or yeah, something. <laughs> just, you can bunch it together, make it yeah. big as you want. Make mega rolls. I would just sit there. <laughs> just, oh, no butter, just dry. Yeah, I'll make I it mean, once. So look, I want to be judged, but it's it really four in there. I'm just like, do you have a picture of that on Instagram? That's a, <laughs> that's a great Twitter photo. Man, I got no photos from when I was a little. Like, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fresh off the tree, one of just, these roll apples. Right, roll apples. Man. <laughs> croissants, I used to fuck those up, man. Oh, can we curse man. Love a good croissant. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can curse. Rice, though, cool. you had to cut down on rice? Yeah, I cut down on rice. Yeah, I'm Nigerian, so, man, rice is huge. Jollof rice? Uh, yeah, jollof rice, yeah. man, white rice. Niger boys in the you know? building. Yeah, I had to get my dad and mom to switch to brown rice, you know? Wow. Yeah, that was tough, man. What was that like? They didn't believe the, yeah, the well, numbers. They... Yeah, they... <laughs> 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 I was like, well, we can't eat this about the white rice no more, man. It's... Right, right. You know, so yeah, that, it worked though. Yeah, come on, bring carbs back. You know, yeah, for yeah. real. I mean, I get it. it's 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 weird too because in this city, man, everyone is so health centric. Like, man. people fucking judge you. Like, wow, you can get a you're gonna eat that sandwich like not deconstructed in a bowl, I'm right? Like, I'm not right. eating a fucking sub in a tub at Jersey Mike's. You fucking out your mind. Right. <laughs> when you go to the Jersey south, Mike's. it's different, man. The south, they yeah, they're like what? Yeah, they no go crazy. Bread? Yeah, if That's you don't have. Enough. Diabetes in the South, they call you Hollywood. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this motherfucker. Where's your EpiPen, man? Yeah. This motherfucker here. Playing, man. Uh, I think you better than that, man. <laughs> uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? I was think I think aliens for sure exist. You know? Yeah. I think uh, to think they don't is like a way less probability. You know, just, Oh, yeah, right. There's so many, uh, too much space out there. Right. right. It's too much space. I can't wait till they come, man. If they not here already, yeah. Well, yeah. You going? You got your tickets to Area Fifty One? <sighs> it's gonna get. It's gonna be popping, huh? I, 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 that's did, expensive. I haven't been to Coachella yet, so <laughs> yeah. I think I gotta go to Coachella <laughs> first. <laughs> right. I, that's step you, one. Uh, you, you storm <laughs> Area Fifty One with other weebs. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's levels. You know, you yeah. gotta go to Coachella, then Paris, and then Area Fifty One. Yeah, the exactly. town that is closest to Area Fifty One is going to declare state of emergency or just <laughs> declare state. Like literally, that was a headline because yesterday they, in the L.A. Times. It, but the the planned. Uh, fucking run on Area 51 isn't until September, right? Yeah. So oh, I think they're just prepping date? because... Yeah, that because it all started with that Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. But I think that on that date was like September it started as a joke, but now it's like September all 20? social media indicators and like, I, th- I think yeah. they've like looked at travel plans and shit like that and they're like, wow. uh-oh, yeah. <laughs> this Fuck. is going to be a Part flood. of me is like, I want to go. should go. But I will start a GoFundMe just to rent a van. That's all I yeah. need. I just need van money so I can just go out there. I don't know, Chinadu, if you're down, we'll go. Let's do it. And watch from very far because <laughs> I have a feeling if people really do try and roll up on Air one, yeah. something bad will happen. Well, the military was like, we're going to shoot you. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what we do. But these people were like, yeah, but have you seen Naruto? Yeah, right. Like, right. I'll fucking run through them shits. And yeah. Like, no, you won't. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is sponsored by the Russians for sure. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. They're like, yeah, yeah, gassing everybody up. It's like, if you do run fast enough, the bullets will go around you. That's, that's true. That's that would be trip. smart. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down to go, man. I mean... Security got to be pretty insane, but um, yeah, I wonder what the actual distance is like from the closest sort of civilian area in that desert road that you inevitably have to take. That's like you know, I'm sure it's miles, miles of road, and miles right, of before you can desert. even get to that entrance, and then yeah, just party out there. It's probably something crazy. Yeah, the, I did a, the they can't shoot us all. People have another <laughs> thing coming. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. they, they can. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like, it's over. Like, you go through the gates, and then it's over the horizon to like get to even the, the facility. actual facility. Yeah. Well, if they don't have enough guards at the gates, then inevitably, you know what I mean? Yeah. We They'll can... probably just have like two dumb guards yeah. sitting there. Well, the guards like, also kind of like they're like, no, my cousin's one of the good. It's all yeah. good. What if the guards are aliens? They're like, yeah, Yo, what's up? They're like, yeah. yeah, they just look at you like, oh, fuck. Actually, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> yeah, we exist. What's pop? Yeah, yeah, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Right, right, right. That would be awesome if they just, they were like, oh, you got us. Like, or come just put on the in, alien guys. at the fucking gate and be like, okay, right, go home now. Take yeah. your selfies. Now yeah. that you know, right. what are you going to do with this information? Yeah, what would what, you do? I don't I mean, know, man. I'm, I'm assuming that, like, Independence Day was correct, and that's where we got all our computer technology from. Like, the computer chip was <laughs> developed based on alien technology. Oh, wow. Which is why it's not a plot hole in the end when they upload a the computer virus, virus oh, to the wow. alien hardware because they're working off of the same, uh, you know, system. Who is Jeff Goldblum? Is that Judd Hirsch? Goldblum, Hirsch, when they're Smith. Like, You're going to catch a cold. Yeah. Wait, a virus. Right. <laughs> that, like, dusty ass MacBook that they power. Actually, excuse me, PowerBook. Right. Uh, if I'm using the correct uh, Apple nomenclature from back then. Right. Uh, and then they just light up a cigar. Yeah. I mean, like, if not aliens, then what? What would be they be hiding in there? You know? Right. Like, I mean, it could, it could be? be whatever the technology is that's For, like, been the flying mix. around the sky, like those white Tic Tacs. Yeah. You never know. Space Tic Tac parking lot. Yeah. Whatever's yeah. in there. Space or maybe it's like a really chill resort we don't know about. Yeah. Very just, exclusive. Yeah, that's on some like military fuck fest type yeah, shit. You never yeah. know. It's like, yo, if you actually do really well, you get to hang out in Area 51 for like Yeah, year. this right. is like on some like Beyonce's been there. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Richard Branson. Secret concerts. Yeah. They're like, mm. oh, you don't know? <laughs> yeah. It's just hey, Obama guys. and Richard Branson. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just chill. playing chess in like a topless beach or something right they could try all the new games first right <laughs> that's all it is we just bunch get of free video. ipods yeah, we, just, we just get video games iPods. first that's all this is it's, just a, it's a dream world baby <laughs> swimming in a bunch pool of, of free ipods yeah like, right. like, like scrooge mcduck in the opening right. of ducktales <laughs> well speaking of free ipods the latest technological innovation to come from apple uh, since the iPod is the Apple Card, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know, man. So, so this is a credit card from Apple that doesn't really have great perks. Aside doesn't have from, good perks. Probably doesn't have a good rate. No, uh, it's just a good, as I call it, a status indicating rectangle. Right. For you to carry around in your pocket. It's ne- Apple's never been known for their like great deals. No. Like they they fuck you over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is, again, I mean, the thing I think that was the novelty is, A, it's an Apple product. Right. And, like, because it, it doesn't have a number and it's always changing the number as you use it, like, it's hard to, you know, have your, uh, be, I guess, a victim of fraud when you're using it. Okay. But the thing that just caught my eye about this, which I want to talk about it, is because someone found there's already an Apple support page that's up for the Apple card, and it's a fucking titanium fucking squ- rectangle, yeah. but- there's apparently like a lot can go wrong with it. So this is what it says. There's two sections. It says how to clean your titanium Apple card and how to safely store and carry your titanium Apple card. In the how to clean your Apple card, it basically says like, you know, wipe it with a microfiber or something, uh, isopropyl alcohol. Do not use regular solvents or soaps or whatever. But this other part here says some fabrics like leather and denim might cause permanent discoloration that will not wash off. Then it goes down. How Wait, do you is titanium supposed to be like really tough? Yeah, but I guess it's whatever the coating on it. Like, huh. first of all, this is what I'm worried about. Is like, hold on, leather? Okay, does everybody have like their child trifold wallet that they had from like sixth grade? Yeah. But I mean, most people have leather carrying cases or something. Right. right. Or denim. Most pe- A lot of people wear, wear jeans, jeans. So like, okay, so what's yeah. supposed to happen? They say, store your titanium apple card in a wallet, pocket, or bag made of soft materials. Place your card in a slot in your wallet or billfold without touching another credit card. If two credit cards are placed in the same slot, your card could become scratched. Don't place or store your titanium apple card near magnets. Okay, that makes sense because it could get demagnetized. Don't place your titanium apple card in a pocket or bag that contains loose change, keys, or other potentially abrasive objects. So anything yeah, that right. belongs in your pocket. It's basically right. like feels like a preview to basically saying like, oh, and here's the new apple card case. 
that right. you can buy that you right. wear on your neck right. like a fucking <laughs> meal card it's, it's, it's just a setup you know right. yeah or it's just one of those things where i think they're so focused on the look of it they actually never thought to think that this is something that will be fucking used pretty regularly and people aren't gonna like who who treats their credit card that fucking preciously I like when I have a magnetic like hotel key in my wallet, it yeah. stresses me out because I like try and keep it away from other credit cards so they don't like demagnetize each other. Like this sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, can I also feel bad because a lot of people who are like into Apple shit, they want to keep it as pristine as possible. possible. You know, there are people out there who I, st- I still see people who have the fucking plastic coating on their phone sometimes. And I was like, really? Mm. You're leaving the fucking plastic part on He's the screen? Like, yeah, man. Yeah, it's like, but you know, it's not scratched. I'm put it back on eBay. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, but your screen now. is all cracked underneath. It's don't like, worry about that. Yeah, don't, the top still looks smooth. It's not Plastic-y dirty, though. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, so if you have an Apple card, just know that uh, you can't use it like a regular fucking credit card unless you don't give a fuck how it looks. And right. it's, I guess, stained by your leather wallet. But it won't, it's not, they're not saying it'll fuck up the functionality of it. It's all about the look. No, but again, but yeah, because the whole point of this, I think, is just to flex, you know, on the cashier, a date, a a, a colleague, when you're like, I got this, ding, 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 and put your Ninja Star credit card. Sorry, card's been denied, sir. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Run it again. We have many times. Uh, You know, it is my jeans, man. I think the denim. Right. Yeah, you always have an excuse. He's like, well, hold on, man. Did you? Did you put my card in your denim? Right. <laughs> that, that won't affect the funds available in your account. Kind of right. you'd be using, man. Yeah, exactly. Did you put it on the leather uh, restaurant like credit card holder that uh, literally right. every restaurant has? has. You're like, right. well, I need to speak to your manager because someone's going to replace this card. Right. right. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, like, have all vendors agreed they're going to carry Apple? Like, accept Apple? Well, they can use that card where it's accepted. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you it's mean? It's a credit card. It's like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? They'll accept a credit well, no, card. Well, no, I mean, like, credit cards, you know, they'll have, like, Amex, MasterCard, Visa. Visa. Oh, like, right. sometimes they don't accept Amex. Well, I think like, Amex it's backed is the... by Goldman Sachs. Right. It's a MasterCard, technically. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, there it is. Uh, there it is. There we go. Cahoots. A MasterCard you cannot put at, outside of the carrying case. What was their old campaign? Priceless, that was MasterCard. Was, was it? Like, tickets to your t- tickets to the game, twenty bucks. Right. Popcorn for everything else. 90. There's Visa, wasn't that? And Visa? it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Whatever, man. See, these corporations got me fucked up. Mm. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and I was wrong, apparently. Uh, DJ Daniel came in and told us that it's for everything else, there's MasterCard. So, so yeah, you've uh, been shamed. Although, yeah. I, I think I never paid attention to which one it was because I just knew that Visa and MasterCard were accepted everywhere. Like, the Visa ads make it sound like I mean, you can you only be. use Visa like, yeah, sometimes. in certain places, but that's Don't pull that up true? with that discovery. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're like, sorry, bro. They're like, I'm so. What the fuck is this? I still yeah. use diners. Club. This is text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> diners Club. <laughs> Do they still have Diners Club? I think so. Wow. I, I think like probably in like five places. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that like the first credit card? I don't know, Jack. Yeah. You tell me. You were oh, yeah. alive then. I never heard of Diners Club. <laughs> That's my official uh, shit. All right, let's talk about. <laughs> Got the uh, Russell Simmons. The, <laughs> oh, shit, the rush card. <laughs> the Scam and a half. Oh, okay. uh, I remember that overhearing a up. couple argue over the, a rush card um, at a Ralph's parking lot in North Hollywood that about was a, four years ago. I just remember very distinctly being like, <laughs> you took my rush card. And I was like, and he's like, no, I did. It was like an argument over a rush card. And I was like, this is awesome. I have to go. <laughs> that was actually a commercial shoot. <laughs> <laughs> And cut. Beautiful and cut, that was great, man. Yeah. I love the stab. That was yeah, that yeah. was that was great. Their catchphrase: "You took my rush card, yeah. you motherfucker." You took, motherfucker took my rush, rush card. card. <laughs> well, the Amazon is on fire. Oh, okay. Yep. Yes. On to yeah. Because the sad and fucked up news. Yes. Although when you search Amazon and fire, you get the fire tablet. The fire tablet. Holy uh, shit. Yeah, but. That's the first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the third page is the actual, right, right. Yeah, the actual news. Uh, but yeah, because the 
mise-en-scene wasn't matching the plot of how apocalyptic our world was getting. We had to, you know, set the biggest rainforest in the world on fire. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole situation down there is very, very uh, wild because, you know, on one hand, you have, you know, Bolsonaro basically was like, I don't give a fuck about Earth, essentially. He's yes. like, fuck it. Deforce yeah. it. Do whatever the fuck you got to do because let's open this up to like mining and farming or whatever and yeah. make more money out of this thing. Um, and while many people are like, hold on, the Amazon is vastly important. So a lot of the fires recently, there were reports coming out that the farmers were. You know, just like racists in Trump's America, they were feeling emboldened to be like, well, I think the president's cool if we just slash this shit down and burn it right. down. And that's what began happening to clear fields uh, for cattle ranches, because that's a huge driver of the deforestation is uh, exporting beef. Um, and then when this all took shape, Bolsonaro was like, it was these environmentalists. They're right. setting the fires. Yeah, the NGOs. Wow, without any evidence. Right. Despite his own administration basically... The, his own environmental agency, they're barely issuing any penalties. Uh, there have been, like, ministers that work in that um, agency that have basically said, like, you know, we uh, we side with the loggers, not the indigenous people who live in the fucking forest, who lives, whose lives are actually at stake. We, like, we, we're on team logger. Um, so all of this is sort of creating this atmosphere where um, these fires are burning. There's very little concern about it, at least in Brazil, from the government. Obviously, the people are very concerned because the Amazon is, you know, it. a lot of the Earth's biological biodiversity is, like, housed in the Amazon and, like, oxygen production and carbon dioxide balance, all this stuff. It, the, the Amazon is, like, fucking a vital part of that. So yeah. this is really, like, a global issue. Um, and that's where, you know, it, we've. it's odd to see, you know, ourselves included. I was like, oh, damn, right. <laughs> the shit is burning down. Right. Uh, but in the media, you're barely seeing it really covered meaningfully yeah. uh, because this is actually a very interconnected issue that we all need to think about because, I mean, even our consumption habits, like when you think about even like what we are looking at in terms of the food we eat and how that's contributing to it, this is all a factor. And yeah, I feel like uh, our legislators too need to also be saying something as well because that's where they can, if there was some kind of leadership. Uh, in this country, they could be like leaning on Bolsonaro or yeah. the government or working with the coalition. He's like not coalition. sending firefighters, right? He's just there's like, a very yeah, lax too, attitude, right? Too yeah. expensive. Yeah, it's like the Earth is smoking now, basically. You can see like, it from space. Took up smoking totally, fully. Um, what one kind of detail about this that jumped out at me? So, asked on Thursday who was responsible for starting the fires, Bolsonaro responded, "The Indians." Do you want me to blame the Indians? Do you want me to blame the Martians? Everyone is a suspect. The biggest suspects are NGOs. There's this, like, he's not taking it seriously. That's yeah. the thing that Robert Evans has been talking about over on Behind the Bastards, that there's this, like, irony uh, aspect of fascism that we kind of write out of history because it doesn't, like, totally make sense. But, like, Hitler was always, like, joking around in his speeches, but we, like, cut that out and make it seem like he was always very serious right. and angry and shit. But, like, there was... Like the not taking shit seriously and just being a jerk off type thing that like made people less suspicious of Hitler, and I he guess sounds real, you know? Yeah, yeah, sounds exactly. like a real guy. Yeah. Oh wait, like right now in this country, right? Like the same guy who's being flippant about anti-Semitism and right. telling journalists like it's only in your head, right? Uh, uh, oh, 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 wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like there was a line where he was talking about he was like we don't have any problem with Jewish people and we, you know, are happy for them to become the rest of the world's problem. And it was like met with like gales of laughter and like basically it was like we're kicking them out of the country. Um, oh, that was Hitler? That was Hitler. That was some some Hitler material. For a second I was like, oh, oh Trump said well, that? Like Trump said that? Yeah. <laughs> I know he said some Jew yeah. stuff recently. Yeah, 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 he's been saying, oh, Lord, maybe they're he's just He's the chosen one. Well, yeah, I'm the king of the Jews, king yeah. of Israel. But yeah. Along with that, there was another story talking about why he started kind of getting angry or calling like Jews in America who are t typically will vote democratically uh, or for Democrats disloyal is because in his mind, he thought moving the embassy to Jerusalem and saying that the Golan Heights belong to like Israel and all these other things were going to basically solidify yeah. every Jewish vote on his side without realizing the people he interacts with 
are a very different type of American Jew than the general voting electorate. Like right. the wealthy business people who are like only interested in reclaiming parts of Israel that are not theirs. Uh, is there, you know, those are the people he talks to. He's like, well, I made them happy. I thought that was everybody. Right. right. But treating everybody at like every, this, like a monolith where it's like, you know, he's confused. That's why he's being all salty now. But this is the same kind of logic that we're seeing applied in that White House. Same with like when Jared Kushner gives Trump advice, where it's like, oh, yeah, fire James Comey. The Democrats will love that. And right. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, what, yeah. Are you, what are you basing this off of? Right. It's like two anecdotal, you know, pieces of evidence. And like, okay, that's what reality is. Right. Yeah. His golfing friends, whatever his golfing friends say. Yeah. yeah like and- Sheldon Adelson, who's like <laughs> just like job of the hut. New York Times uh, conservative columnist Barry Weiss, uh, my favorite writer, uh, was pointing out that she suspects that this is what he hears at cocktail parties is both, you know, American Jewish people saying, like, you're the best, but also being like, I can't believe these other Jewish people who don't support you. Right. And so he's just like echoing their complaints. Yeah. He's being encouraged with the wrong kinds of takes that are not. Uh, a, an accurate reflection of what the general population or how they view uh, right. this kind of activity, behavior. Yes. Right. And then when you don't denounce the Klan, you're not exactly going to get Jewish people living in America right. Right. on your side. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, well, they're, you know, they're fine people. Yeah. Both sides. I mean, look, I mean, look at them. They keep the robes very white. Right. So, I mean, you know. I mean, come on. They're great at laundry. Let's <laughs> yeah. Can we admit that? <laughs> uh, Sarah Suckabee Handers joined Fox News. Big shock. Right. Yeah, yeah. Big shock. Wow. Does that, she have a show? What's she doing? I think she's going to be on Fox and Friends. In, okay. Like after Labor Day. Okay. So look out for that person. One of the main people, because they seem like a bunch of. She's a contributor. I don't know if she's going to like anchor it, but I think you know they'll probably figure out a way to put her, deploy mm-hmm. her properly to just completely lie about everything. Because those people seem like they're constantly on like laughing gas or like drunk. Yeah. Did you see when they were like they were talking about Greenland and they're like, wait, Greenland is actually the cold one. Right. And Iceland is the nice one. Oh, nice try, Vikings. Like, I think Brian <laughs> Kilmeade or something said that this morning or the yeah. other, like, or yesterday. But it's just like, yeah. And then add liar in chief uh, yeah. in there. But that's what Fox News is. That's dangerous, though, because Sarah's a great liar, man. Yeah. And she's the kind of person who, like, in the morning, when you have, like, these bumbling people on Fox and Friends, a little bit different than someone who's, like, going to really give you the hard spin on every single topic. Yeah. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if she can, like, stop being, like, so dour. Because that was kind of her main thing. But that was because she was dealing with the worst job The opposition ever. right in right. front of her. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, it's a it's a safe crowd. Yeah. She's going to be amongst friends. So she, I think she'll be a little bit looser and laugh as she talks about how, you know, yeah. immigrant children are dying in right. government custody. She yeah. did look dead inside when she was up there, like, yeah, protect, yeah. protecting Trump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's going to, yeah. We'll see if that sparkle comes back to her. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, has she been, repl- like, who's her replacement supposed to be? Because there hasn't been a press conference in months, right? No. Yeah. Uh, it is, what's her face? Well, there hasn't been a press briefing since, since I think, March. I think I want to say. <laughs> yeah, no one has spoken on Trump's yeah, behalf and since she left, right? Yeah, Stephanie Grisham it, it was the new press secretary, but we've not seen her give a briefing. She just kind of like comes out and says shit and falls mm. back. Because at this point, there's no fucking reason to have briefings, which is true, because it's just going to be, he's going to say some shit. The press secretary will come out and be like, nah, he didn't mean it like that. Yeah. And they're like, but that's what he said. Well, like, and right, they're like, yeah, yeah. But, that's not, but that's not what he meant, though. Right. right. <laughs> when he said he hated all brown people, what he meant is that he hated how brown people look. Right. Okay. I mean, look. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he said that. But like, this is how, you know, I, it's just too turbulent. And that role is like the whole point of a press secretary is to be like, when there's all kinds of maybe mixed signals coming out of the White House, it's like you can get, you have a briefing. The press secretary would be like, let me synthesize this for you into what is the actual position. But you have this president. I mean, he didn't even know what fucking day it is anymore. So, I guess what's the fucking point? Which yeah. is odd because now we're like living in a world where we're sort of like, yeah, fuck it too, I guess. Cause right. Yeah. Nobody's like really mentioning that like the position just disappeared kind of. Well, yeah. Because yeah. it's becoming normal. Right. It's still on LinkedIn. 
you know, if right. you want to apply. Yeah, if you do, uh, go to whitehouse.com. <laughs> <laughs> go to monster.com. <laughs> every day I check it. They're paying more and more every day. The yeah, salary. Check out <laughs> racistmonster.com uh, for, your, for your open positions in the White House. Uh, so let's talk about uh, the administration's policies because they're getting just more aggressively uh, awful. I mean, just a cruel. few. Yeah, this week we've seen... Trump threatening to end birthright citizenship through an executive order, which is absurd. Because all of this is basically to say, fine, if we can't just be completely just build a wall around the country, we'll just find every legal avenue of citizenship and just shut that shit down. So it's like, unless your parents are fucking in this country and they're already Americans, you're not American, basically, is what they're trying to do. If you're born here... That doesn't guarantee that you're a citizen. Well, essentially, if yeah, that if they tried it, but uh, most people are like that. I don't think you can do that. Like that's just some that's a thing you want to do because you're running out of steam for the economy, and now you just have to stoke the flames of your base and yeah. going after this immigration issue. Um, and then on top of that, there was this thing about they're like, oh well, you know, what if we kept families detained indefinitely? Mm-hmm. You know, rather than like going by the Flores Agreement and you know having a very defined amount of time that people can be. Uh, and de- uh, detained and that spin from the white house is like well actually we're doing that so we can keep families together longer okay and it's like and we want to guarantee the best possible care but a lot of people are like there are people already dying in your care so what what is this how is this humane right. especially when all the accepted knowledge around this is that this is so fucked up for children to go through to be in a prison style environment i don't care if how many fucking door the explorer posters you got up on the fucking chain link fence it's a fucking prison and like a lot of places babies aren't allowed to crawl you know like the parents have to hold them it's just a lot of there's just a lot of developmental factors too that are being threatened by the conditions in these places no education you get in in there either yeah and no recreation and then even them making the arguments like well i don't know if they need like sanitary products to like you know take care of themselves Mm -hmm. right um and and again, it's always like these really fucking lame, just cowardly sort of spin moves they want to do to basically never actually give up the ghost and be like, yeah, we're trying to be as fucked up as possible to deter other people from coming here. Because if right. we make an example out of them, that will decrease the amount of people trying to enter this country. But- Which hasn't proved to be the case at all, by the way. Like the worse they treat kids and families like people are still coming because they're fleeing violence. And exactly. Yeah, it's like, oh, Horrible right, condition. I'll chill here yeah. because right. I'm hearing about this. It's like, well, guess what? The options are pretty fucked up. It's like roll roll the dice coming here uh, and the journey up there or face the existential threats you have in your own country that have been exacerbated right. by right. this administration too by pulling aid to a lot of the countries uh, where these people are coming from. So it's all a very uh, dark scenario. Wasn't there even a question around vaccination? Yeah, like, that they they're considering not vaccinating uh, against the flu for these people that are detained. How does that like that 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 causes a huge problem for them for everyone because you're living in close quarters and already we've yeah. heard about how unsanitary these facilities mm-hmm. are. That it would be what? first of all again their justification because they're like how the fuck could you not like this is a real that's that's like a public health hazard yeah because yeah. we already see flu season is fucking fatal yes. to people and then if you want to confine people in a shitty unsanitary environment you're only exacerbating that so what they said is that uh border detention is intended to be short term and that once children are transferred into the department of health and human services then they can get their vaccinations but a lot of these kids have been there for much longer and now we're talking about indefinite detention. It's just like it's not matching up. It's it's all like all the pieces are there for something really, really terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when you think about it, too, it takes, I think, two weeks once you get a vaccination to develop the antibodies. And then so there's an incubation period that you need to count on. And then also, even if you just consider the fact that it's cheaper to vaccinate than to rush people to the fucking hospital. Yeah, of course. Just like everything about it just seems like if you really care about the cost, then vaccinate to prevent these risks. But this is all part of treating these people who are seeking asylum and just a fucking better way of life to just treat them as non, like as subhuman. Right. Um, And again, I'm sure his base, you know, they love that shit. Mm -hmm. But again, this is the fucking, 
you know, this is what's happening right now in the name of the United States. And, you know, for some people, they're deeply affected. And for many others, they're just completely indifferent. Yeah. So it's getting so bad that people are starting to ask the question of whether a different Republican might run in 2020, which still seems kind of like a pipe dream to me because he's as well-funded as any person running for a second term yeah. in the history of the office. But, yeah. but things are looking pretty pretty bad. I mean, his approval versus disapproval is like pretty far up. Yeah, I think he's it's upside down. 12 points underwater. He's in the upside. We're in the upside down. For and, and he is surfing the best streak of economic indicators in a long time. Uh, in terms of like overall stock market shit. Yeah, it's weird, but like, cause you're starting to see people who before Trump were pieces of shit who are now acting like, yeah, this guy's really bad. Like Joe Walsh, for example, he came in on that teabagger wave in 2010, only did one term. Uh, Tammy Duckworth uh, KO'd his ass, and so he was out after one term. But, you know, he was out here saying like, when there was those police shootings, like in, I think it was Dallas a few years ago, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, Black Lives Matter, like they want a war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, we'll give you a war. It's like, whoa, hold the fuck up. Oh, excuse me. Right, right. Um, and a lot of, just a lot of his rhetoric has been absolutely disgusting. But then recently he had like an op ed come out. He said, this is him trying to make amends. He says, in Trump, I see the worst and ugliest iteration of views I expressed for the better part of a decade. To be sure, I've had my share of controversy. Um, on more than one occasion, I questioned Mr. Obama's truthfulness about his religion. At times, I expressed hate for my political opponents. We now see where this can lead. There's no place in our politics for personal attacks like that, and I regret making them. Now, I'll never know if any fucking politician is actually capable of seeing the light, or they just they get better at their hustle. and just right. know, yeah, that's Actually, all it is. this is a better lane for me. Like I can maybe catch a wave over here. Um, but you have people. So Joe Walsh is someone that they're rumored uh, that would possibly run against Trump. Bill Weld, Jeff Flake, that little fucking coward, uh, Mark Sanford and John Kasich. These are all people who people say they want the smoke. Right. But I don't know. But that's the thing where, you know, none of these people are going to win. Right. For the same reason you're talking about his approval rating. Trump's approval rating among Republicans is very high. His funded raising machine is on fucking Next level. Next yeah. level. Fundraising meme yeah. machine. Yeah. Seriously. And then, so, but the but the best thing, though, and also you have states like South Carolina, they're like, actually, we might even skip a Republican primary to not even, like, threaten Trump's, you know, ability to run again. Like, we'll just, right. we're fully behind him. But the thing is, whenever there's an incumbent who has to fight off a primary challenge, they're typically weakened in the general. Oh, for sure. So, Fuck it, yeah, bro. Fight on, yo. I mean, like, I would love to see the party split and see what happens and cause as much chaos as possible. Yeah, um, because I mean that that can only help someone else to right. occupy sixteen hundred. Mm. Why haven't they went for like impeachment, Democrats? Did, why haven't they? Yeah, because it's still this argument of like, well, is it politically sound? Like, do enough people want it? Because again, Democrats are you know really good at being shook uh, from doing the right thing. When a, there's clearly enough shit yeah. happening right now, you're like, this can't happen. Only Republicans will hate that. And those Republicans that will hate it, they're not voting for you anyway. Yeah. And I think that's where there's a lot of looking to like swing voters. And like, they, I feel that they just Polling. want it to be like a whole, you know, groundswell of public support. So there's not a risk. But at the same time, if you're leading, then right. show us some fucking leadership because what is happening right now is unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. They lost the news cycle with uh, Mueller. You know, because he wasn't charismatic enough, uh, they lost that news cycle, and I think that scared them off. Yeah, uh, which is insane. Right. Well, you know, he he sounded fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> which is sad because we're still so like we're so into people's appearances that like we couldn't just listen to what he said and take that for what it was. Is Trump's lawyer still? Is Don McGahn still going to testify? Is that still in the offing? We'll see. I mean. I know they're they're trying to sue the shit or counter sue to keep him from uh, actually Got testifying. It. So, uh, but I mean, they're I know the judiciary panel is trying to like put like uh, file lawsuits to enforce these subpoenas. Got it. So it's just a court fight. All right, we're gonna take another quick break. We'll be right back.
And we're back. And let's check in with Hong Kong real quick. Yeah. A couple of interesting things happening there. It, it seems like the propaganda war is on. Uh, if you believe the police, uh, only about 128,000 people showed up to demonstrate recently. Uh, the organizers say it was actually more like 1.7 million, around 25% of the population. I noticed like some more people putting uh, a little bit of a damper on the organizers side of uh, the issue just online a little bit. And apparently China had been seeding Twitter and Facebook and uh, all sorts of social media with pro-China takes. Right. So, And just to paint these people as violent rioters right. who are just, you know, pushing back for no reason. I mean, look, they're still in the streets for the same reasons. They want this extradition bill, which would basically say that if China wants to try you in the mainland, that they can pull your ass out of Hong Kong and try you in the mainland, which, again, a lot of people are like, no, we see we're very critical of shit out here because we have a little more freedom than they do in the mainland, that they see that as a way to just you know, silence people. And right now the bill has been suspended and they're like, no, 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 we want this shit fucking withdrawn because what they see is that they think, well, if it's suspended, they'll stop demonstrating. People will forget about it and they can sneakily bring it back. And that's absolutely not what they want because Hong Kong has been semi-autonomous, you know, since uh, the British handed it over. And they still want amnesty for demonstrators uh, who have been arrested because they're like, this is horse shit. And this, the label of being described as rioters, they want that taken away because that carries a harsher prison sentence because they're not rioting. I mean, this last demonstration with like, if it, if it really was 1.7 million people, was completely peaceful and incident-free. Right. They just, they just pulled up in physical space and were like, this is who, like, we're here, just right. so you know, and we're not forgetting, we're not leaving. They also want like an independent investigation on the police brutality and some of the tactics the cops are using, like planting weapons on people or using plainclothes people to infiltrate some of the demonstrator groups. And they want the chief executive, Carrie Lamb, to step down also. Chief executive of? Of Hong Kong. So like it's interesting when you look at sort of how their government, like their legislative bodies made up, this legislative council, you know, when you look at the elections, they so they have elections. But the chief executive is actually choose by another political committee. And it's typically just someone Beijing, like from the capital, is saying like, okay, that's who we feel is fine to be the chief executive. Then on this legislative council, they have 70 seats, like a Congress or whatever. And 40 of those seats are voted on by the people directly. But the other 30 are given to different industries and businesses. Mm. So it's like the fucking banking industry has a seat, fucking medical devices or, you know, any industry essentially. Do those all roll up to China? Those all end up being typically pro-China seats because for business, you don't want to fucking bite the hand that feeds. So that's that's sort of how they upset the balance because in in a popular election, the uh, pro-democracy and anti-establishment parties always win the popular vote. Right. So this is a way they kind of balance things. And that's another thing they're upset about is because in this agreement, when they were uh, handed over by the British, was that Hong Kong and China were like, eventually our goal is to have all 70 seats voted on directly by the people. And that's another thing they want because they're like, we're not actually being represented in the way that we want to. Right. Um, So it's really amazing to see that many people come together. And I think... God, I, mean, I don't know what it would take in the United States to even see something like that. I mean, there's no way you would ever get a quarter of the, of the fucking country out for anything. Yeah, too right. much uh, entertainment. Yeah. yeah. And I think also, too, like, we're just, we have we have different, we're, we're, we're just, we have different views on how we, the people, feel we're supposed to be treated. You know what I mean? Like, it's very normal to be like, well, yeah, you're in the streets, you can get clubbed in. Right. Like, that's yeah. just sort of like an accepted thing of like a risk of demonstrating where I think for them, it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, they shot somebody in the eye with a beanbag gun? And, right. like, all this other stuff is unheard of. And I guess that's where we're a little bit desensitized to that, too. So yeah. our Overton window is completely fucked up for what we feel is, like, outrageous behavior from the government treating people who are, like, peaceably demonstrating. At the same time, if Los Angeles was threatened to be under, like, legal jurisdiction of the Trump administration— and he could just pull you in to like some, you know, court system yeah. that he ruled over. And, you know, we're a city that's very critical of him. I feel like 
a lot of people would be out in the streets. Yeah, I mean, but that's what it would take. It would take something completely unheard of. It couldn't just be like, oh, we're shooting unarmed black people to death. Right. Or like, oh, these other things. It's like our palette for this shit is a little bit different. Yeah. Right. And I think, yeah, that could potentially, yeah, if we're talking a full-on authoritarian takeover. But I mean, (laughs) that's basically what they're dealing with. Yeah, but yeah. You know, like they have pro-democratic leanings and all those people will be disappeared if if China gets this way. Yeah, and there's already reports of people who have been uh, pro-democratic activists who have returned to the mainland who they haven't seen or heard yeah. from since returning from Hong Kong. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's something to definitely, you know, keep watching. Yeah, I mean, they're fighting for their lives. Yeah. It's pretty... And there's just a whole generation of kids, you know, who have been born after 1997 who have yeah. only known, like, this very... You know, uh, the semi-autonomous version of Hong Kong, and they don't want that to end. Right. Um, Well, to complete the descent into a Mad Max universe of, you know, desert and scavenged vehicles, uh, the New York Times uh, published a piece yesterday about how pulling copper, aluminum, and brass out of garbage uh, is now a $32 billion industry. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's wild, but yeah, just like recycling, pulling metals, precious metals out of different garbage is not just stealing them from billion. construction sites, right? right. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, that's basically like where we're at, you know? It's well, because there isn't there a shortage? Like copper has become more and more finite, right? Yeah, they talk about like the shortage of virgin like versions of these things around the world, whereas you can just like pull it from that. That's the one thing the U.S. is really good at producing is garbage. Right. So, yeah. you know. Oh, so these industries are thriving in places we're shipping off our trash or just or no, this it's is in within the, the US. It's in the US. Within the US. I don't yeah. know. Have you seen have you noticed like more trucks with just like pallets of cubed garbage on on the highway? No. I've started seeing a little bit more of that. Like or at least I've noticed it. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm so numb to being in my car that like yeah. I don't there's not much that catches my eye when I'm in a car or in traffic. I'm so yeah. confused. What's your commute? Like where are you? What uh, <laughs> yeah, what that, where did you see it on? Is that the two? Like I think it was two. the 101. The 101. Headed yeah. out of downtown? Headed towards Headed toward downtown? downtown. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would imagine 101 goes pretty far, so. Yeah. yeah. That would yeah, be the freeway. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the, the story follows this one dude who basically survives on, they call it the detritus of civilization, like most of his possessions he pulled out of the garbage. But he, like, one of the things he does is, like, cuts the copper uh, wiring out of old pianos and shit. And he's balling? Yeah. I mean, he's doing well. He's, like, a small player in this huge industry. So, like, what do you th- did they talk about kind of what the incomes are for people, like, what the levels are? They didn't, are? no. They didn't talk about, like, him. Spe- I mean, he seems more like he's kind of scrapping from right. uh, moment to moment. But he's rich. But, but he- then there's, like, just gigantic corporations that are in the game, too, then? Yeah. Wow. He, he used scrap to build a furnace and then forge hunting knives out of garbage. From his grill to his sewing machine to his 20-foot powerboat, oh, uh, he yeah. sca- salvaged all of those from oh, the trash. Uh, I like Jesus. really interesting interests he has there. Yeah, He, he grills, so he likes to cook. Yeah, sewing machine. Is he making maybe homespun clothing, or yeah. he's a up and coming fashion designer? <laughs> yeah, and I mean he he's just self sufficient, right. you know. And he's, he's, 20 he's living boat. off the land, and the yeah. land just happens to be he producing trashed. garbage yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the parts they say, I told Paisley that his job and his very existence seemed post apocalyptic. That's exactly what it's like, man. But instead of me hunting for water, I'm hunting for metal. So hell yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, shout out to him, man. It sounds yeah, like he's having a good time. Thing. I know. Yeah, uh, but smells dog. That's babe. where we're headed. Yeah, yeah no. Price smells like, like garbage oh, man. water. He's like, yo, this burger's delicious, man. But uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Shit. It just smells like shit. Bro. <laughs> he's like, man, <laughs> I got to grill stinks. Thanks for taking me out on the water, man. But your boat smells <laughs> like <laughs> piss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, because like, it is piss. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually where you're standing. It was about three feet, three feet of piss. So yeah. It took me a month to wash that shit. Salvage this out of a urinal. Ah, damn, I just got <laughs> world's biggest urinal. Twenty foot power. Uh, Let's talk about Spider-Man rights, guys. Spider-Man will probably be leaving the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, A lot of fanboys were sad to see this happening. Uh, It's a dispute between Marvel and Sony, and I think everybody was, you know, 
just inclined to uh, side with Marvel. What the fuck happened? I don't. Sadly, I you know I like Marvel comics, but admittedly, I'm not a huge MCU viewer, right. so I wasn't sure. I was not really following this in terms of understand. I know that Sony was they all they had the rights first to Spider Man. They've always had the rights to Spider Man, and basically. Marvel, in order to get Spider-Man back into some of their films, uh, agreed to a 95-5 split where Marvel would only get 5% of the revenue from Spider-Man movies. But they would get Spider-Man for shit like Civil War and stuff like that. And those were Marvel movies. So it was kind of like questionable, why would Marvel agree to that? And it was so that they could then try and renegotiate at a certain point. And they were like, okay, now it's 50-50 on all. So it went from 5% to 50%. Right. And Sony was like, well, we'll like, okay, that's a crazy opening offer, but let's like, we'll counter. And Marvel was like half. We're, we're only doing half. It's like Bernie so, Mac and Bad Santa. Yeah. So. Half. <laughs> 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 uh, 43%. Uh, but yeah I mean the rights to Spider-Man have always been just kind of fucked up the first person to make a Spider-Man movie was Roger Corman uh, who's like a B-movie dude he owned it and then sold it to the Canon Group uh, which is the studio that made movies like Masters of the Universe The Happy Hooker Goes to Washington they bought Spider-Man rights for $225,000 back in the 80s. (laughs) So those guys didn't really get Spider-Man, and in one draft of a script, Spider-Man is literally an eight-legged monster. (laughs) What? (laughs) Hear me out. Just just, just hear me out. He's a spider, right? Uh Duh. So but, they, uh, but a man with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. it's just a spider with a mustache <laughs> and a twenty foot power boat that sticks like just, piss. Just hear me out. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> so Canon didn't end up making a movie. They sold the rights to Carol Co., uh, which is the studio that made the Terminator and Rambo. They hired James Cameron to write a treatment. James Cameron wrote Rambo Two, by the way. Uh, but Cameron's treatment for Spider-Man included violence, okay. swearing, and a bondage sex scene on top of the Brooklyn Bridge, hey. where Whoa. Spider-Man restrains Mary Jane with his webbing. Uh, Peter Parker's a virgin, <laughs> and Mary Jane doesn't even know who she is having sex with. What the, the fuck? Wait, was... wait, wait, wait. That's out of context. <laughs> <laughs> That's out of context. Who, who wrote that summary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they met on Tinder. Right. She knew it was Spider-Man, <laughs> right. she knew obviously, because right. he had the mask on. Just yeah, didn't know who. That was like a classic 80s movie trope. Guy with mask on has sex with woman who doesn't know who he is. That was like Revenge of, the, Revenge of the Nerds, like oh. played that one for laughs. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. if that Spider-Man had been made? Right. Wow, with a yeah. bondage, webbing, sex, fucking on the Brooklyn Bridge. Trump is like, I love it. This, <laughs> this scene. Yeah, I wish I was in it. Oh. That changes the whole trajectory of because I mean, like oh, the sure. the way they started was with basically the Tim Burton Batman, and like that right. a lot of those things hold, you know, like having it like be an artistically like sort of dour but like very beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, there would be a way to do a a tasteful, beautiful bondage sex scene where the woman doesn't know who she's having sex with on the Brooklyn Bridge? Probably not. Not yeah, the whole doesn't know. Yeah. If yeah. Tim Burton maybe did it. She yeah, she'll have. I to mean yeah, they were, you, the character would have to have uh, some kind of knowledge. Yeah, I mean she'll have to consent. Yeah, she'll but otherwise, to... unless like the whole thing's like, come on, Spider Man, who doesn't want to fuck Spider Man on the Broken Bridge? Uh, me? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, fucking freezing up here. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man, he's fucking. James Cameron is an awesome director and yeah. writes like a five year old. Um, I was a really fucked up five-year-old, you guys. Right. <laughs> really into bondage. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, late 90s, Sony approached them wanting to buy the rights to make a Spider-Man movie. Marvel's counteroffer, Sony could have all their characters for just $25 million. Uh, Sony refused the offer because according to one Sony exec, and this is a quote, nobody gives a shit about any of the other Marvel characters. Oh, this dude, I hope his fucking, I hope his family. I hope family, that's written on his fucking tombstone. Yeah, right. Tattooed on his fucking face. Uh, so instead, Marvel agreed to sell them just Spider-Man for $10 million. And then they made damn some pretty classic that, movies. That Do we know who that guy is, that executive? I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure they do, but I, I, I think it's almost, been kept 
right kept from us he's like i never said that shit he's like i right. that's a fucking lie that's out man that's- i knew i was saying you know the Z Z Z guys and fucking uh, <laughs> scavengers. So X Men and Fan- <laughs> they're, all, they're all fucking the sick, scavengers. Yeah. X Men and Fantastic Four were already owned by other studios, but he was he was referring to Iron Man, Captain America, and Black Panther <laughs> oh, as being oh, man. characters Thor, nobody yeah. gives a shit about. It was a Black quote, Panther unquote. that took him over. Right, like, right, fucking Black Panther. Conned <laughs> to my ass. Um, and then so Sony made the. Movies with Tobey Maguire, uh, directed by what's his name, Sam Sam Raimi, Raimi. Yeah, yeah, which were really good for two, and then the third one was uh, troubled, and then they decided to reboot it. And when the Sony leaked emails were released, uh, <laughs> it became clear just how clueless some of the Sony execs were with regards to the Spider-Man character. I, I just have to read this one part from one of the emails. Uh, from executives discussing what yeah. to do with the Spider-Man. So this is uh, an executive uh, talking about what he wants to see incorporated in the new script. All right, it's a list. First, EDM, parentheses, electronic dance music. Thank you. Is the defining music for millennials. Wondering if there's an EDM angle somewhere with Spidey? His mm. movements are beautiful. Would be awesome with a killer DJ behind him. Next oh, next no. list item. Snapchat just launched a, quote, story functionality, which is sort of a, quote, day in the life of me, told in a series of Snapchats that expire after 24 hours. It has a very VIP quality about it, since invitation only. Getting invited into Spidey's Snapchat circle would be huge and very buzzworthy and cool. Uh, oh man! So That's fucking bad. EDM. <laughs> That's bad. I can't imagine how much cool shit got kept from like being ever happy. Yeah, because yes. of fucking people because in of suits, that. man. Yes. Fucking yes. trying to Herbs. legitimize their job. Yeah, so, you know, guys. I've been doing some field research, and he just Googled millennial yeah. and was like Snapchat. My daughter uh, told me, trust me. Yeah, right. my stepdaughter who hates me right. is always dyeing her hair and going to these raves. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's something Jesus here. Christ. What a fucking D. Like, what the fuck is going to be By Tiesto way, featuring Spider-Man? Right. <laughs> when was the Sony hack? It was like three years ago, four years Way ago. back. Was or it? Wait, wasn't around the 2014. time. 2014. It was five years five ago. Five years ago. So that, that was five years ago, that dude who sounded like he was writing in the 1960s. And then he <sighs> caught on EDM in 2014. He was already like eight right. years late. Yeah. Jesus, man. Uh, but yeah, so Sony ended up, uh, you know, they didn't make much movie money from the Marvel movies, and then Marvie, Marvel wouldn't make much money from the Spider-Man movies beyond the 5% of the original uh, share. So Marvel asking for half the profits of Sony's Spider-Man movies would have been an insane change yeah. to the original deal. So. Doesn't seem totally fair to just blame Sony, which seems to be the way that social media has treated it. Um, well, because I think everyone is thinks that Marvel's the established power or whatever, and they mm-hmm. went against it. Meanwhile, like you know, Perlmutter, who's like, the, you know, max out Trump donor, right? Which, yeah, you know, but they're not going to boycott. We're not shows. talking about that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sony made the Venom movie without Marvel, and uh, that made. Over eight hundred million dollars, despite being a piece of shit. Apparently, I didn't see it. But whoa, uh, I saw Venom. Is it good? I enjoyed it. I like everything Tom Hardy <laughs> yeah. does. Though. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I love Tom Hardy. Uh, and they also play. made Into the yeah. Spider Verse uh, without yeah, fuck. without Marvel, which was fucking great. That was great. Won an Oscar. Yeah, uh, it was, was probably amazing. the best superhero Spider-Man. movie of, yeah, of that year. I didn't realize there was a thing they were uh, if behind the scenes is they were animating Miles's character at a lower frame rate than the than Peter Parker oh, and they were slowly catching him up to the same frame rate so like oh, his movements shit. slowly became smoother. I was like, "Damn, see, this f- fucking shit." That's what I'm saying, man. They like, yeah. it's like they were the first people who were like, "Oh, animated movies." Right. So we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Yeah, cuz yeah. it's a fucking Acid that is, trip. Yeah, and I love parallel universes too. So yeah, me too. When he incorporated yeah. that, me I was like, "Oh, too. this movie's everything." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the story of Spider-Man. <laughs> Chin do it. It's been awesome having you, man. Where can people find you? Follow you? Um, my Twitter and IG and my website is Chinadu Comedy. So that's Chin Edu Comedy. Size so that. I'm always around town performing in our different cities, man. So just check my website for uh, tour dates. 
Nice. Cool. Yep, yep. Where and are you going to be next? I'll be in at Flappers Tuesday, uh, August 27th. I'm doing an hour there. And then oh, I'll nice. tape my album in Santa Barbara, September oh, 6th and 7th. Cool. Yeah, first so, album? Yeah, first album, man. Nice, man. Yeah, I'm super excited. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Uh, is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, man. My homegirl, Paige, she tweeted yesterday. She says, I'm always moments away uh, spending $30. I don't know why that hit me so hard. <laughs> but I was like, bruh. That like, is so true. Shit, man. That's so <laughs> I'm some... like, bro, the cost of living is insane, man. I feel like I'm spending 30 bucks every Is that Paige Weldon? Hours. <laughs> yeah, Paige Weldon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been out before. Funny comic, too. Yeah, she's really funny. Yeah. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? And is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, yeah, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Miles of Gray. Uh, a tweet I like. There's a couple of things I like from Reductress. Uh, this woman's love language is calling people dude. And also <laughs> another one is like these women uh, enjoying a cocktail. It says, cocktail tastes delicious apart from faint trace of alcohol. <laughs> uh, I feel like so many cocktails are becoming just juice. Just sugar. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. What happened to like when people just needed that bite to get over their childhood fears and trauma? All right, Damn. just a shot. Give me another one on the ice. Mm. I love the sugary drinks, though, but when you got a beard, you're not allowed to drink them. Oh, come on, man. You know, reclaim that. You know? Nah, the umbrella, I love the umbrellas, all of yeah. it, man, but, you know. Oh, I love a good uh, good tiki drink. So hit- fucking rum drinks are fucking powerful. Yeah. Mm. Some, of the, yeah some of the fruity drinks are actually pretty strong, you know? Mm. I, go in, I go in that Terrible hangovers time. with the, all that the too. sugar, too. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Uh, sorry to be the Debbie the Downer. Debbie Downer. <laughs> yeah, right, but right, the hangovers right. are bad. You win, yeah. buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope you like a hangover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. Uh, ben Wasserman tweeted, got a rib added so Marilyn Manson would stop sucking my dick. <laughs> uh, Frong tweeted, we should split bathrooms by pee versus poop instead of men versus women. I like that. And uh, Joe Rumrill tweeted, don't even think about honeying me if you've shrunk the damn kids. <laughs> uh, wow. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Uh, this is an instrumental track from a Dallas-based uh, you know, composer, beat maker, uh, called Black Taffy, mm. uh, The Sun of Pentecostal music ministers, but now just making fire beats. Uh, and this track is, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, look, you know I like vibes. This one has a little mix of like Eastern instruments along with, you know, if you like instrumental beats, you're gonna like this. It's called Lantern Flies in Mist. Yeah, you've been playing a lot of dope instrumental shit. Yeah. The last couple days so in the this, office. Yeah, so this is uh, continuing that trend, take you to, into the weekend, you know, enjoy yourselves, heal yourselves, take care of yourselves. Is Britney Spears uh, anagram for Pentecostal or Presbyterian? Got it. Presbyterians, okay. plural. Yeah. Presbyterians. Uh, all right, guys. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. We will be back on Monday. We hope you have a good weekend. Uh, talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.